Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is executive producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with a big story in the world of sports. One of our local athletes got a huge honor last week. The Florida Sports Foundation named Peggy Peck of the Village of St. Charles the Florida Senior Games 2019 Female Athlete of the Year. Peggy won an amazing eight gold medals and two silver medals at last year's track and field championships. She also earned an impressive four silver medals at the National Senior Games, along with a team silver in basketball. Her triple jump record in the 55 to 59 age group from 2013 still stands to this day. Peggy is the third female athlete in a row from the Villages chosen for this statewide honor. So it's obvious we have many accomplished athletes here in our community. And Jill, you have some other athletes to tell us about. Yeah, Holly, a few local softball players also were recently honored. The Central Florida League chose Mark Hildebrand and John Wykes as the first members of their Hall of Fame. The duo were honored for their service and stewardship to the league that plays weekly here in the Villages. This league started playing here in 2005 and both of these guys have been a big part of it as players and volunteers helping to run the league. Hildebrand and Wykes both say the honor was extremely meaningful to them, especially since they are nearing the end of their playing days. So again, the Villages proves that age has nothing to do with athletic ability, and sports is a big part of the culture here. That's right, Jill, and another big part of our culture is philanthropy, and there are so many ways to give. You know, a lot of the fundraisers groups usually put on have been canceled because of the pandemic, but the need is just as great, if not greater. So local charities have had to find different ways to conduct business, and they're not giving up. Right now, one of the focuses is on kids who are going back to school, and several groups are having drives and collections to make sure kids in the area have everything they need to have a successful year. Even though a lot of kids will be doing online learning because of the pandemic, many still will be going back in person and all of them need basic supplies like paper and pencils. That's right, Holly. Villages groups are always thinking about others and especially love to help out children. We're going to give out lots of contact information for some of these groups right now, so listeners get your pen and paper ready. The Busy Hands Happy Hearts group is creating book bags that hang on the backs of chairs for third through fifth graders in classrooms at Fruitland Park Elementary. Last year, they made more than 400 bags, and this year they plan to surpass that goal. If you want to donate materials or get involved, call President Karen Nayrens at 352-750-0582. Another crafty group, the Peacemakers Chapter of the Village's Quilting Guild, has been making quilts to give to the pre-K students at Wildwood Elementary School. They give each student a handmade quilt to use during nap time at school, and then they get to take it home at the end of the school year. For more information about this project, call President Patricia Graves at 248-240-3941. That's so sweet, Jill, that each child gets their own handmade quilt. I just love that. That is adorable. I just saw pictures with the students napping with their quilts from last year, and it's precious. I'm sure the quilts will help those little kids who might be scared about going to school for the very first time. The Mickey Fanatics Club is planning a drive through school supply drop-off on Thursday outside Colony Cottage Recreation Center. You can go there between 5.30 and 6.30 p.m. and drop off supplies or give them a check made out to the club and they will buy the supplies for you. They also have a collection box at the Tea and Spice 
exchange in Brownwood, and you can even go to Target's registry, either at the store or go online, and order supplies for the school that way too. This club has been around for 10 years and has been helping out Stanton Weirsdale Elementary School for the past nine years. And my mom just happens to be the club leader, so I'm really proud of her and the members for everything they do to help out this school. Last year alone, the club donated enough supplies to last the entire school year, which is pretty incredible. Yes, everyone, Jill's mom, Debbie Winters, is known for her community involvement, both with this club and with Village's Honor Flight. She's a great lady. Now, the Friends of Sozo Kids Group also will host a drive-through drop-off to collect clothing and other school supplies. And this one is for children who live in poverty in the Ocala National Forest. For those listening who don't know, there are a lot of children living just 20 minutes away from the villages who are very poor. And this group is focused on helping them in many ways. You can help them just by purchasing some new clothes for boys and girls ages 5 through 17, sneakers, packs of underwear, or sports bras for teen girls. Then take your donations to North Lake Presbyterian Church between 9 a.m. and noon Saturday and drop them off without even leaving your car. The church is at 975 Rolling Acres Road in Lady Lake. Another group focused on helping children in need is the Friends of the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch. They had to cancel their usual school supply drive in July, and now they are collecting money to help teachers buy items in bulk. Checks can be made out to the Friends Group or to the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch and mailed to the group coordinators Skip and Carol Bryan at 1005 Livingston Loop, the Villages, Florida, 32162. They also are taking any new school supplies that people already have purchased in anticipation of that social that was canceled, and those supplies can be dropped off at the Bryan's house as well in the village of Lynn Haven. Jill, the Sumter County School District is working hard to provide healthy and safe learning environments for students and staff. Since all schools in the state are required to open for full-time learning, they are changing many procedures and will need different kinds of school supplies. Face coverings are joining the list, along with pencils, paper, crayons, shirts with collars, and hand sanitizer. Students will not share supplies, and they will use lots and lots of hand sanitizer. If you want to help out by making a donation, choose a school and contact them directly, because they all may have slightly different requests. Lake County is having its usual Red for Ed July school supply drive, but this time it's happening online to be safer and more convenient for donors. Last year, this drive collected about $90,000 worth of school supplies, and everything goes into a store that the teachers can then visit throughout the year to get supplies for the students who need them. If you want to support this drive, you can go to edfoundationlake.com and click on the Red for Ed shop tab. That's great, Jill, that they're making it so easy for people to help without even leaving home. Now, the Salvation Army already has collected a lot of supplies, and they will be handing out backpacks filled with school supplies to children in need on Saturday. If you or someone you know needs a backpack and some supplies, you can drive through the Salvation Army locations at either South Street in Leesburg or Main Street in Bushnell between 10 a.m. and noon Saturday. You must have a child present to get a backpack, and they'll hand them out until they run out. Well, Holly, that's a lot of information, but it just goes to show that there are many options if you want to donate supplies to kids before school starts in the next few weeks. There are so many other ways to help in this community. Let's talk about just a few of them. Most of the local thrift stores are back in operation, and that means they need volunteers. You can give your time to the Hospice of Marion County Thrift Stores in Summerfield or Bellevue. 
Restoring Hope Thrift Store in Wildwood, or the Humane Society of Lake County Thrift Store in Umatilla, just to name a few. The thrift stores often are the main source of income for many of these groups, so they need all the help they can get. And if you have items you want to donate to a thrift store, maybe you've been cleaning out closets or your garage, you can drop those off this week as well. A donation truck from the Bargains and Blessings Resale Store will be at New Covenant United Methodist Church from 10 a.m. to noon Tuesday and Wednesday. You can drop off clothing, household articles, and even small appliances that you don't need anymore. Or you can ask them about picking up furniture, appliances, and other large items from your house. And Holly, we talk a lot about food pantries, but it's because the need is greater than ever before with so many people out of work because of COVID, plus children home all day in the summertime. A summer food drive is going on through August 2nd at St. Mark the Evangelist Roman Catholic Church, and this drive benefits the St. Teresa Food Pantry in Bellevue. It's so easy to pick up a few extra non-perishable items when you're out getting your own groceries or if you're having them delivered to yourself as well. Then you can just drop them off at the church during regular office hours and feel good knowing you helped out someone else. And one more way you can help out others during this time is by donating plasma. Blood donation centers are especially urging anyone who has recovered from COVID-19 to donate plasma because it is rich in antibodies and can be used to help others fight the disease. It is still considered an investigational therapy, but the theory is that the antibodies jumpstart people's immune system, and it has shown promising results. So if you have recovered from COVID-19 and you want to help someone else who has it, get in touch with LifeSouth or OneBlood and make an appointment to donate some plasma. You must be symptom-free for 14 days when you donate. Holly, those are all great ways to help out during the pandemic, and here's another way that a local church thought up to serve a need during this time. Wildwood United Methodist Church has not had an in-person service for several months now due to COVID-19. They've done a lot of virtual activities and worship, but the church leaders wanted to find a way to bring people physically together again safely. So they decided to launch weekly drive-in dinners. Last week at the church at 300 Mason Street in Wildwood, they have a team cooking the meals and people who deliver the food to the vehicles that drive up. And they even give kids a craft so they can do that when they get home. So that's happening at 6 p.m. Wednesdays for the foreseeable future, and it's open to anyone who wants to stop by for some company and, of course, a good meal. It's nice that they're looking out for people who might be feeling isolated from staying at home all the time. Everyone is walking this fine line between trying not to spread the coronavirus and fulfilling our human need for socialization. If you're planning to socialize, outdoors is the best place to do that, keeping social distancing in mind and wearing a mask whenever you can't social distance. Out at Edna's on the Green, there's plenty of room for social distancing, and you can get a drink, some good food, and listen to live music almost every afternoon. They just added a new reason to visit, and that's the Mystic Ice Cream Truck, which will be parked outside every day from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. right by the other food trucks. So if you need to get out of the house and want to have plenty of space, go check out Edna's in the village of Marsh Bend next to Cattail Recreation Center. They are also having a pop-up brunch this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. with a special curated menu, and it looks delicious. You can go online or on their Facebook page to check that out. And who doesn't like brunch, right, Holly? Edna's has acoustic musicians playing most afternoons, but otherwise live entertainment is hard to come by these days. So the studio theater, Tierra Del Sol, is finding new ways to bring theater to their audience. Last week, they debuted the virtual stage play reading series where actors rehearse 
rehearse the show a few times and they perform it with scripts in hand or on music stands on a minimal set. If you go to thevillagesentertainment.com, you can get a $10 seat to an upcoming performance of The Violet Sisters, played by Whitney Morse and Leslie Munson. The play will be streamed again this Friday and next Friday, and you can watch from the comfort of your own home. They just announced two more virtual stage play readings, so look for those on the website as well. And here's an interesting story to wrap up this week's podcast. Local favorite band The Hooligans wrote a song about the villages called The Village as part of the band's first full-length album, Tear It Down. The album was released Friday, and you can check out the music video for The Village on The Hooligans' YouTube channel. Just search for The Hooligans Orlando. The description of the video says, The village pays homage to a not-so-imaginary land where the rock is loud, the drinks are cheap, and the party is always going. Obviously, the hooligans haven't been able to play on the squares for a while, so if you've been missing them, or even if you've never heard them, if you like rock and roll, you have to check out this video because this song rocks. It's a really great song, and it's all about you, our listeners. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.